0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children 18 plus, you are tuned in to the Lone Ouster Podcast with me, Dustin Owen, and a very special guest. This lady is a seventh generation Floridian. She is a third generation mortgage banker. She is a licensed active real estate agent. She is a social media influencer, Yay! badass mom, badass wife. My new friend, Leslie Heimer. Leslie, Yay. welcome to the Loan Thank Officer Podcast. You.
1: Thank you for that intro, that glowing intro. Yes. I'll try to live up to all of those things.
0: No, that's, this episode, I'm gonna come right at the gates. I think I want to title it. We don't know what the content's gonna be. You can have it all. Like, I'm an outsider looking in. You and I have known of each other for years because we both work in the same market. Yep. As mortgage loan originators, you got into business originally what year?
1: Um, 2002,
0: 2002. But your mother was in the business. Oh
1: yes. In the nineties. I used to answer the phones for her during my summers at UF and would listen to her sale and, you know, talk about crazy things and
0: your grandmother
1: and my grandmother. Wow. Making loans. So I love this
0: third generation female mortgage banker. I couldn't imagine for your grandmother, how rare that was.
1: Yeah. It was a big deal
0: because you fast forward four decades. And it's still too rare.
1: And it's still it is. it's still too, too rare. rare. Really is.
0: Yes. And then you recently became an active real, real estate, estate agent.
1: agent. Yes, I did.
0: Oh my gosh, our audience is going to love to learn from you. I'm
1: excited. They are going to love.
0: I want I want to talk about your story. I want to talk about what you've learned and then also what advice you would give mm-hmm. to whether it's younger, newer realtors. Mm-hmm. It could be younger, newer loan originators mm-hmm. or just entrepreneurs in general, because you have a pretty extensive social media following. I do. Right, twenty thousand plus I work really followers hard. just on yeah, Instagram, right? Instagram, yeah. And do you do TikTok as well?
1: I do. Isn't you, that like a hashtag embarrassing?
0: No, it's awesome. But
1: it is so fun. My family rolls the rides. I'm like, guys, let's make a TikTok. Yeah. They're like, yeah, no.
0: Because your master's is in is in marketing.
1: Yes. Okay. Yes.
0: And your undergrad was in
1: um, journalism. Journalism at UF.
0: Okay. Girl and graders. by the way, for all of our people who aren't in the state of Florida. Which is probably ninety percent of our listeners and viewers. Super. Um, the University of Florida is very proud of their journalism program. Really, Just it's FYI. A big deal. It's they are very proud of that. Uh, they also love their sports teams, although this year isn't the year yeah. you want to talk about your football program. Yeah. Or even last year when my UCF Knights took it to y'all.
1: Yeah, we in have kind of not been yeah, on our game. I mean, Steve Spurrier was there when I went to school there. So
0: he, well, he, no, hold on. You're not that old. Right? Steve Spurrier was the coach.
1: Yes. When, right. When you that's what I mean. There. My gosh, <laughs> Dustin.
0: Because <laughs> Steve Spurrier was a player there as well.
1: Right, right, right. Yeah. No, that's when we were awesome. No,
0: but. but you can have it all because you run multiple businesses. Yes. Right. Because you have a marketing company. Mm-hmm. You have your real estate business. And then you run with your mom three mortgage branches, correct? Yes,
1: I, but I say my team, your team. runs them. Okay. <laughs> yes. But yes, you can have it all with the right people and at the right time. I I always ask to speak on the topic of like work-life balance and how to be a mom and have a business. And I always um, start out that presentation with an acronym of M-Y-T-H because it is a myth. Okay. You can have it all, but not at the same time. Sometimes I'm the perfect mom, making like organic cupcakes for the class party, and sometimes I'm squealing in on two wheels, trying to like get a loan estimate out, and I'm late for pickup. You know what I mean? So some days I'm super present as a mom, and some days I'm super present as the badass entrepreneur.
0: Yeah, but and I love that. I've actually coached and taught like the pendulum. hmm Exactly. Very rarely does a pendulum sit still. Exactly. It's constantly in motion. As are totally. our, our careers, I and especially all the hats that you wear—wife, mom, realtor, marketing expert, badass mortgage loan originator. Yeah. And I recently, and I wish I, I remembered where I read this, but you know the um the the yin yang symbol, mm-hmm. right? It's black, it's and, black white, and white as mm-hmm. a squiggly yeah uh, uh s is what I call right. it. Right. And that and it's funny, John. I just recently talked about Buddhism on a uh, on a on a episode, and I don't even know if that's a Buddhist thing. But um, I do believe it's a uh, Eastern mm-hmm. culture thing. Mm-hmm. But th- what I read was about balance, mm-hmm. and it's like the reason why it's not a perfect, you know, perfect right, circle. because it
1: changes. Is
0: because yeah, life is a balance. Your your myth is that there's a balance. No, totally. you can do it all and have it all. Absolutely. But. Maybe you not in the
1: same hour. Yes, not in the <laughs> same hour. I love that. Okay. When I'm present with my kids, we're we're in it, we're unplugged and present, and I try to have that same focus at work.
0: Nice. So let's do this. How did you did you go to school knowing, well, my grandma and my mom are both mortgage bankers, so I'm gonna do this too?
1: Dustin, not no, but heck no. <laughs> <laughs> and people always ask, my husband and I, like, is that what your kids are gonna do? And I'm like, No. I hope not because it is a very, one thing that I don't feel like our community talks about enough and gives enough credit to professionals in real estate and lending is how stinking stressful it is. We're not curing cancer, we're not like in the emergency OR, but our clients and our partners during the process think we are saving lives. It is a very, very stressful industry and position and I think that if the expectation were set better that people would have a better understanding going into it of, really what it takes in terms of like mental toughness.
0: So what'd you do coming out
1: of college? Um, I went to work for my mom's mortgage company. Okay. Yeah. My graduation present was uh, shares in her company and she wanted a return on her investment. And I thought I would just do that for a little while. I kind of helped build it. I made her first logo when I was in, you know, it was just a little baby angel company. And then here I am, came out of college and helped her grow it. And then you just get, you know, sucked in you get sucked in it is a very rewarding business so you can't help but to love that you know, adrenaline that happens, the clients that you serve, how much the grateful, you know, nest that they feel at the closing table, it is such a, um, it can be very addictive.
0: Yeah. We call it, you were bitten by the bug. Yeah. Right. And, and we actually onboard newer professionals that way. And we let them Interesting. know, I love like, that. look by month four or five, if you haven't been you're bitten by in the or bug, you're out. you yet, know, then you need to get out.
1: Yeah. Cause it's not in it. Yeah, you're not You don't have the the gear shifts that it takes
0: i made crap money my first two years in the business and i i had left it i mean i was still young but i left a decent career that i'd started building for myself in in tv advertising
1: Mm -hmm. that was probably a good thing
0: it was a great thing but i remember the only thing that kept me motivated those first two years Mm -hmm. were two things one i was bitten by the bug so Mm -hmm. i could come home every day and say i loved what i was doing right Where I didn't love selling TV advertising. Right. And I had a really good, not even a mentor. I listened to a senior person speak at a conference for like five minutes. But my biggest takeaway that he shared, I don't even remember his name, was I wouldn't wish the first two years on my worst enemy.
1: Oh, wow. But
0: I can promise you, if you give it two years, you'll be grateful that you did.
1: Yes, totally.
0: And so that was for me, and it sounds like for you, mm-hmm. you got into it because mom kind of suckered you a little bit. Yeah. And then you're like, got bit by the bug. And then there goes your journalism career. Right. Did you want to be in front of the camera or did you want to write? What, uh, when you were obtaining that degree. What, I
1: did. I did think I would be an anchor. Okay. Yeah.
0: Yes. I know. You are now sitting
1: across from you and your voice. I don't know, Dustin. Like, what was I thinking? My parents wanted me to go to law school, but. Okay. You know.
0: Because your sister's the vet. So then you were going to be. Now I'm
1: the sheep that didn't do any of the things. I'm like another loan officer, another mortgage banker that's on the phone during Thanksgiving dinner. You know, another one bites the dust.
0: Yeah. Um, So you you did that basically from 01 through 08, right? Yeah,
1: right out of college. It was kind of the only career I knew, which after 2008 didn't serve me well when I was like, I'm going, I couldn't, you know, when you have to sit across the table and lay, you know, when you have a small business, we had like a hundred employees, it's friends and family. And when you have to sit across the table and like lay off your aunt, Mm -hmm. like, I am never doing this again. I want to work for the man. I want a nine to five job. I want to sleep at night. Here I am like 30. And I'd never had a job. I'd only owned this huge, in my mind at the time, it was- That is huge. A
0: hundred associates is huge. It was.
1: It was a very lucrative and, you know, blood, sweat and tears operation that we built across central Florida. So I just wanted to like- What was the name of that company? Premier Home Mortgage. Okay. It's my baby. Yeah. It really is just, and my mom and I, like, you know, those are baby. Anyways, um, my kids had my kids during all that time. So yeah, I just wanted to go work for the man. So putting together a resume, those like, by the way, I've been balancing P and L's and you know, yeah. like, they're like, well, yeah, you can't get my coffee. I'm like, but I'd be really good at it. You know,
0: wasn't that crazy that uh, you and I are in the same boat in 2008, I was considering leaving the mortgage industry. Cause yeah. I was like, oh my gosh, the world is coming to an it end. Was, um,
1: wow. everything's
0: collapsing around me and you reach out to go in these interviews. And I was trying to interview for like really good, right. high end account management, account executive sales jobs. Totally. And they're like, oh, you don't have any sales experience. I was like, like, "MF for what? what? I'm like, what? Do you not know what my job is? Do you is? know who I am? Google yes. me, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't even do that. I'm like, do you not know? But people just don't know it was such a, you what know, a mortgage loan originator yes, did, at least the it. way that you and I built our business.
1: Well, and I say all the time that we don't realize it's a very young industry. In the grand scheme of things. I mean my my most people went to the bank to get a mortgage. Yeah. So you know, in 2000s, it was kind of like, what's a mortgage brokerage? Mm-hmm. What is a a correspondent lender? What did these What did these companies do exactly? So it was it was it is a new industry. You know, when you think about the big picture, I'd
0: never even thought about that. Yeah, that it, way. Yeah, that yeah. You used to go to your bank or credit yeah. unit oh, up and yeah. up until the late 90s, early 2000s. Right. Yeah. So we're we're talking about 25 years.
1: Right. That's nothing. Yeah. You the, know? the
0: way that you and I have known the mortgage industry, right? I'm assuming I'll ask you, how did you build your business, Leslie, when you were 22 years old, recent college grad teaming up with mom?
1: Yeah. How did, how
0: did you get out there and, and develop your following?
1: I just did all the organic, like shaking hands kissing babies president of the junior league volunteering for everything i could on every pta board possible literally just in my community really tried to give back and make the right relationships it's all about relationships and still to this day i mean the pandemic is what made me focus on social media because i was like wait a minute how am i going to be the rainmaker for my branch because that's my job I secretly don't do loans yeah Yeah. how am i going to make sure that my team have loans to work on if i can't be out in the community so that is what made me like well i guess i got to do this cheesy cringy social media mom thing
0: and so far you're kicking (laughs) ass with it yeah at least it appears so looking outside or looking in well that's
1: the that's the purpose right
0: i i I, (laughs) well it's interesting i want to circle back to that But you just said something that I want to make sure we clarify for the listeners or the viewers if you're on YouTube. By the way, if you're listening on Spotify or Apple or Stitcher, anywhere that you you find podcasts in the audio-only format, thank you. We would love a 5 star review. We'd love for you to share us. But if you want to watch us, like Leslie's one of the best dressers I've ever met. So
1: Even wore my clear-to-close shirt. Even
0: wore her clear-to-close shirt. So <laughs> we do have a pretty awesome YouTube channel. It's super. We're, we're coming up on roughly 12,000 subscribers. That's so amazing. On our way to 30. 30's been my BHAG for the past okay. year. I'm sure when I get to 30, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to want 100. Yeah, of course. But, um, you know. Never satisfied. Please take the time to go log on to YouTube and subscribe to our channel at the Lone Officer Podcast. That way you can see... Leslie and I, as Yay. we're speaking and talking. But no, so you said something that I wouldn't want the listeners or the viewers to misinterpret. Okay. Because you said, my job is to rain make. I really don't do do lunch. Right.
1: No, of course. But, my goodness, yes.
0: But... At what point in your career did you get to that point? Because I'm assuming there was a point in your career where you were the best loan originator in the branch.
1: Mm -hmm. Yes, for sure. Um, I mean, I, yes, of course. I could talk, you know, what's that little meme say that like once a a subject you could talk about for an hour without prep, like I can go down a rabbit hole of like, you know, underwriting guideline, page four of the seller guides with anybody. But um, I do, I even tell my real estate partners and clients now, like if I get stuck on a really hard problem, I have to call my, "Quote unquote," superior. Who's my mommy? Because this is a job of like snowflakes. There's never two loans that are the same. There's never two clients that are the same. Even though um, you know, I I try not to be too boastful, but it is often like a law case. The Mm -hmm. only way you can argue with an underwriter or get an approval is to say I had a deal like this one time four years ago, and they also had this unique income scenario. And you, so it really is a job where experience just truly does still matter.
0: Yeah. No. And I wanted you to, to preface that because I will easily get on a soapbox, especially speaking to younger um, professionals. I'm like, no, you have to be the most badass technician first.
1: You can't sell in this job without knowing what you're talking about. We're not selling printers. like. there's hard questions. Yeah. Even today, if I sometimes if we're out and maybe I just don't want to be work on because we're with family or at an event, people will ask what I do. And it's almost like, oh, I'm alone and they're like, oh, my gosh, can I just ask you a question really quick? So my um, brother, he started this business, but then his income w- and I'm like, oh, here we go. And then
0: you get a deep breath.
1: <laughs> like, OK, because I mean, it's you know, it's it is a life changing scenario and that was what made me get bit by the bug because I was really like people were crying at the closing table like what a blessing like truly you are changing lives but
0: you jumped in at 22 you became the networking queen made sure everyone knew you knew what you did and knew how you could help them
1: absolutely and then that worked my face off
0: and then they give you a lead then you'd probably grab mom. Mom taught yep. you the business. Absolutely. It's a learn as you grow.
1: Learn as you grow. Le- learn
0: as you grow. But you Beat became the then fire. really good yeah. loan originator, which then only exponentially grows those networking opportunities. Because now when you speak, you sound different than everyone else. Yeah. And then people want to trust you more. They want to refer you more. And you did that all the way up until 2008. Market comes crashing down. I'm assuming you and mom shut down that particular business. We did, and you said peace out mortgage industry. Yeah,
1: I was like, mom, I am young enough to still have, you know, a second career. Like I'm going to do what I, w- always wanted to do. Like this, I just can't anymore. It was just I like even today I still say I have PTSD. Like that was a crazy thing to go through, and I loved one of your questions, Dustin, about what would I tell my 25 year old self because yes. I was about that age at that time. Okay, um, and I was like on like the finalist for like The Apprentice. Trump, oh, like, you no know, way. was like a yeah. big dog, yeah. like here we go, you know, made more money probably than any 20 something year old should, certainly more than I probably could have handled or processed. Oh, and did
0: you also act like it was gonna continue no, for the next 25 years? I was not those guys okay. on
1: the short. But when I see that, I'm going to look the movie, you yes. know, because I'm the like, big short, yeah. they worked for me. Like, those two guys definitely worked for me. Yeah. No. By I the mean, way, it's
0: a fantastic book.
1: It's a great book. It's
0: a great movie, but it's a fantastic yeah, book. Yeah, it is. The big short. The more I think you read
1: it, the more you're like, oh, man. Like, yeah. No. It's
0: true. You and I lived it. Yeah, we yeah. did. And okay. no, but
1: my parents wouldn't, you know, they were, they made me a little bit better about that part Um, but it would have been easy to but I tell myself all the time I was in a small town networking queen knew everybody but there is you know when you were in the brink of that happening because you're in such a vacuum head down it was hard to see the global impact of just how enormous this perfect storm of this economic crash was and I wished at that time that I would have been more vulnerable to ask for help. Okay. And I think that was such a good lesson learned at that time. I certainly had plenty of influential friends that owned companies and businesses. And instead of saying, yo, I need a job, like I need a job, like for real, like instead of doing that, you know, I mean, we had a plan already to like move to Maryland and my husband's hometown and follow kind of his golf. But I wished that I would have just allowed myself to be more vulnerable and not like take on shame or feel embarrassed about that. But you know, at the time you're just young and you're like, Oh my gosh, how was this happening to me? What did I do? What, how could I, but in, in retrospect, I think that that's an important lesson for people just to, even if you're vulnerable, you're helping someone else by saying like, it's okay to ask for help.
0: I love that. So that's career advice, right? That that's is a 20 year career veteran looking back on her 25 year old self saying, I wish, Yeah, that someone had told me it's okay to ask for help. It's okay
1: to ask for help. Yes, you're if you grow up with entrepreneur parents, you're like bootstrap it up. You're fine. Let's go. Don't no. Like I needed help, you know, and I think that is important for I would love our kids to have that message that, you know, use your network, use your relationships and show. Listen, you know, I'm in a spot.
0: That is crazy because your mom, total entrepreneur, your dad, rancher, farmer. Oh, yeah. Which, by the way, toughest people in America. You're fine. Oh, yeah. Rub some dirt on it. Right. But, Dad, that's my pinky. I'm pretty sure it's gone. Rub dirt on it. Rub dirt on
1: it. Some tobacco to get the sting out. Oh. Is that a real thing, right? To get the bee sting, to put tobacco on it?
0: I mean, just put in a big fat dip and spit on my hand. <laughs> no, I mean,
1: you're supposed to get like rolled tobacco and put it on a bee sting.
0: I don't know. I didn't grow up in North Carolina where they had rolled tobacco. <laughs> uh, we have citrus in Florida. Yeah. And cows. Right. Lots right. of cows and no, lots it's of citrus. No, thing, okay. Now you know. I trust Viewers, you. Viewers, you're welcome. I was today years old when I learned that next time a bee stings me, I need to go <laughs> find unroll some. Unroll a
1: cigarette. <laughs>
0: and <laughs> and put... But that's dried tobacco. Oh, I think you have to find know. the wet, I'm not a good sticky... tobacco per- Yeah. Yeah, I'm they, sure I'm getting it wrong. Yeah, I kicked my tobacco habit um almost 14 years to date. Nice. It was right before my 30th birthday.
1: Oh, I love um, how you're very benchmarky. Yes. Like when I turn 30, when I turn 40, oh, I am a, goal-oriented brain.
0: Yeah, so like my new personal revelation is I need to quit being so goal-oriented. Goal-oriented?
1: cut off Because
0: it will I'm trying Yeah, I'm trying to become more zen, more buddhist-like. I love that Dustin. And um so like I had this goal I went and competed in this Ironman competition, and Next level. now I'm like, now what? Yeah, right. I literally put on 10 pounds in the past month oh, because, because I had nothing else to when compete when you're
1: for. Ironman training, it's like, oh, yeah. Well,
0: that's also a thing. When you're Ironman training, I could, I had to eat. I had to force eat to those fuel. last three or four weeks. Yeah. And then I purposely took two weeks off, and I purposely let myself just Chill let it go. Out? I went right. all frozen. Yeah. And let then it I, go. unfortunately, yes. There we Thanksgiving. Go. Well, and then I went my birthday, Thanksgiving – um, yeah, so I am the heaviest I've been. My wife's like, shut up. You're yeah, still literally shut your mouth. But I'm, in, I'm the heaviest I've been in like three years right now. I wow. mean, only by like seven pounds. Oh so we're going to yeah. get back. Yeah. I was back in the pool today. In
1: women world, that's like a week.
0: What's that seven pounds? Yeah, Yeah, you're fine. Yeah, and luckily, as a 200 pound dude, it's way easier for me to lose 15 pounds than like 140 pound. You know, five foot five. Exactly. So I feel for you, women. But yes, I'll probably shed mine in the next three or four weeks. Yeah, exactly.
1: (laughs) I love your Zen mantra. My New Year's goal is I just finished reading the book "Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself." It's so fascinating. It's it's pretty
0: breaking the habit of being yourself. Doctor
1: Joe Dispenza. I hope I'm saying that right. Okay. But my goal is to like begin a meditation practice next year. I've never done that. It feels very, I know like I'm not a touchy feely who he person, but like I really focused on manifesting and journaling in 2022 and like that shit worked. Yeah. Dustin, like that shit worked. (laughs) I'm just saying. So that's my new goal. I just want to try this meditation thing and make my brain, my ADHD brain, like turn off and see what powers I can. Yeah, so that's I my love New it. Year's goal. I love kinda, it. Yeah,
0: um, Journaling and meditating is on my list. It's nowhere near the top five.
1: I love journaling. If I'm mad at my husband or mad at something and I like journal, literally, it will lower your blood pressure, change your mind, and you just can.
0: Have you been journaling for a while? Oh,
1: yeah, my whole life. Like, I have my journals from, like, high school. Like, wow. Kiss Johnny Joe. I'm going, like, and they're cool to go back and read. You know how when we were growing up was when they first started giving you planners? yes. So I would use those as like little notes, and you know, girls yeah. doodle. And then I did the Stephen Covey method all through like early, and when you had your little 2002, 2003, and they would, you would save them. Yeah. Is
0: Stephen Covey win by noon, or is that someone else?
1: Um, Franklin Covey, which okay. is the brother. I okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But I, yeah. I get it all confused. I, I, I like. I it like all. systems. I, you know, I'm a I I like buy into the process.
0: So so, so let, let's jump into that because. Um, we've gotten as far as two thousand eight. It crashed. Had a ton of success though. Yeah. When you and your mom. What, what was the size of the company when when you were?
1: Oh, we had five.
0: Five. Yeah. So you all grew up from five to a hundred. Yeah, like between oh mm-hmm. one to mm-hmm. two thousand uh,
1: eight. Eight. Mm-hmm. Nine. Mm-hmm.
0: Ish. Okay. Yeah.
1: Hope is not a strategy. That's hope, my other thing. I hope. Is,
0: I hate using the word hope. I use it more often than not, but I catch myself. You just
1: kept thinking it's gonna yeah. get better and I won't take a paycheck and I'll put my own personal funds back mm-hmm. into the company because these are my family and friends and I'm gonna make sure that they get a paycheck. And then, yeah, so hope is not a strategy. That's my other entrepreneurial lesson learned. Like. You got to make hard decisions swiftly.
0: So you pivoted out at pivoted that point. Mm-hmm. Um, you said, "You know what? Let's lean into my husband's career, which was a professional golfer at yeah, the time." Right. Moved to Maryland, where he is from.
1: Where he's from.
0: And it, was it up there that you also obtained your master's in
1: yes. marketing? Yep. 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 Finished that. Um, my husband went back to his home golf course with the assistant pro, gave lessons, really focused on opening a golf academy, which was cool. Just to see him, like you know, I had been. The primary income earner. Mm-hmm. My husband is so wonderful. He, he's like my manager. He's the one who's like, you need to get your real, real, real estate license and stop. You are a badass. He's such yeah. a like, but he he would be a stay-at-home dad if he could. He okay. was the primary parent when our children were young because yeah. I, I was a mortgage lender. Yeah, you know, like you're out there making it rain. Right.
0: Like literally making it rain dollars literally. And, yeah. and leads. And leads. Yes.
1: So it was so wonderful to get see him have that but yeah so we did that for six years then we moved back to orlando and I was by like, that time
0: the market had gotten
1: yeah and normalized mom, again my mom never left okay and she was like i'm just saying if you wanted you know to open a branch, i'm like i don't know mom i don't know let me go to my therapist yeah. to say the word mortgage again
0: does your mom own american liberty
1: no because no.
0: you are a loan officer with american liberty yes okay but and you all just run three branches exactly that you operate
1: again in today's dodd frank post we're like we will it yeah. w- it's not a goal to yes. own no you know we had to like foreclose on properties and we like had we were in Polk County uh we had properties that were waiting to be foreclosed on that had copper pipes being ripped I mean it was Oh, these were
0: loans you owned uh,
1: we owned some oh, oh oh it was okay we were in deep you, we had you were
0: all in mortgage we
1: lender. we had a, a mortgage lending company a, and seven um mobile home floor plan companies throughout the country. Sunovation Homes was our company and capital funding where we funded short-term um, construction loans. Wow. And a title company.
0: Okay. Yeah, so, you, were, you know,
1: I mean, it was our family business. Yes.
0: And it's crazy that when, when that
1: all the ended, things.
0: that people would look down on you because you're like, I have more experience than all three of you in this, in this boardroom right now, Yeah, if you just knew what it was like to run a business. Yeah. Right. Run well, a company.
1: Run a company. Because
0: you end up by, for anyone who's never even run a branch, I'm just gonna throw it out to you. When you run a branch, because you have to think about this, you are now the head of HR, you're the head of IT, you're the head of janitorial duties. All your accounting, you're the receptionist. all your payroll, like,
1: all of your expenses.
0: Yes, and that's for any business, right? If you're if you if you're a badass landscape designer, right. you're working still for someone else, but you wanna go work for yourself.
1: You gotta scale, you gotta manage people, like all the things. Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Which is why you're like, I love where I am today. I
1: would. Yes.
0: You love where you are today. How much time are you spending with your marketing company? I want to talk about that a little Um, bit.
1: I have such a great team of fantastic millennials that know way more than I do. And my social media became so time consuming that I'm like, I can't do this by myself anymore, so I need some help. So I just kind of spun off this views social, a social media company where I have four part time um, one full-time social media managers and marketing experts that graduated from college or, or are in college okay. in that, you know, uh, discipline and yeah, we just help small businesses, mostly me, Yeah. but you know,
0: so, so you own mm-hmm. a social, on, media, management yeah,
1: social mm-hmm. media management company, social media
0: management company that was born out of COVID. Is that correct? Um, Or was it pre-COVID? It It
1: was probably um, conceptualized out of COVID. Okay. But probably it was only been born a year ago. Nice. Just formalizing it, you yeah. know what I mean? And re- like, let's understand who our customers going to be. Who's our small business? What, how big of a business can we handle? Like when the timing and, you know, our model, what's our, you know, platform going to look like in terms of our fee and that kind of thing.
0: Because you weren't into social media prior to COVID. I you- mean,
1: I, w- I will say that I have w- been an early adapter, okay. in, like in Facebook. I wanted to maximize my Facebook friends. I remember my mom saying like, well, who cares what I had for lunch?
0: Oh. You know what okay, I mean? Okay, so and like I, 10 years ago, right. you you saw the power of having a Facebook account and not just having the 100
1: girls right. that you went to no, high school with. 5000. I will be yeah. the first one to reach my max and I did. Like so I will say I've always been like an early adapter because I knew there would be if I'm a networker and the more people who know what I do helps me sell, well obviously, the more people who know I don't but Facebook was like back in the day, you know what I mean, when you just put pictures of your kids and you're like, should I be putting pictures of my kids? Like so, but yeah. So I will say in terms of understanding social media, I have always tried to be early in. So
0: through your personal Facebook page Correct. for the past decade, I'm assuming you've probably pulled 10 to 15 leads a year and oh, closed yeah. five or six oh. transactions every year just by being you. Sure. Just by posting sure. and having the most friends. Yeah. Right. Yep. Which that's something that we coach and teach through the podcast. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Guys and girls, we're a decade into this and you still can't figure it out. Yeah. So I got to a point just recently, I was at a sales rally where we were presenting to like a group of 70 LOs. And I told them, I'm not calling it social media and you're not allowed to either. I love that. Because no one likes the media. Right. And at this point, as a parent, I freaking hate social media. Right.
1: Right. Yeah.
0: When when I look at my children and oh, and, and how they're consumed yes, by it. Right. I said, but I love to network.
1: Right. It really and is. And I don't just mind that.
0: I don't mind networking online.
1: Right. And when people like push back on me, my team, when I'm training or trying to coach in a workshop, they're like, But well, I just don't want to go like, do you go to the grocery store? Do you show up in life? It's the same thing. Yes. Like, yeah. if they're worried about how they look on video, I always say, well, guess what? That's how you look. Yes. <laughs> and that's how you sound. And, and that's how, right. That's, you're not making it for you. Right. You're and not you're, making you're this for you. You're just being you. You can't be anything else other than you. Like, yeah. you just can't.
0: So, um, you, so you were doing at least Facebook. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. Then your LinkedIn, videos. And I
1: got like, you know, into, you just, you know. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Try to learn all the things.
0: Yeah. Because you have 5,000 followers on, mm-hmm. on LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. I hate that follower thing. I know. So I always do that the the trick of I I did I did it to you recently. I, I clicked and like the the three little dots and it says connect.
1: Oh, and you're like they saw me looking like what No, do?
0: no, I want to connect. I I don't follow. Oh,
1: I see. Yeah, oh, connect yeah. means
0: like I want you to see me and you. And oh yeah. Follow LinkedIn. just means like hey I'm you're you're an influencer and yeah. I wanna I wanna follow what you're I know, posting. I know. I want
1: to connect. I like to engage and like know. You yeah. Know, no, like I'm I my, was
0: trying to find your cell phone number. Oh. Honestly, I was, was like, it on there? No.
1: Oh, it should have been. I'm an oversharer
0: was it yeah probably is okay.
1: somewhere.
0: <laughs> yeah because i wanted to call you to do some prep and we didn't get a chance to do any prep yeah. which is fine we sat here for 15 minutes before I we know. turned on the mics and the cameras and, and started going hard <laughs> at it um when did you start because well first what's your instagram handle is
1: at leslie underscore Heimer. h-e-i-m-e-r
0: l-e-s-l-i-e underscore hymer h-e-i-m-e-r
1: yep. Yep. At
0: Leslie underscore Hymer. Y'all need to go follow her because yes. her shit's legit. It's Aww. like really awesome, Dustin, well done. That's
1: so nice to hear from you, so of if, all people.
0: If you want to swipe and adapt, which I'm a big fan of. Swipe right, and adapt. Nothing we talk about on, on this 200 plus episodes has ever been original content. Maybe the way I deliver it could be original, mm-hmm. but the actual meat and potatoes is swiping and adapting. Mm-hmm. So I'm telling you, y'all need to follow Leslie. You need to swipe and adapt what she's doing because... Oh, Somehow she has 20,000 followers on Instagram. So when you say Instagram. swipe
1: and adapt, you mean kind of like in marketing, how you just borrow ideas. Yes, mimic.
0: And, wow. Yeah, and mimic, steal. Like swipe deal. and adapt. Yeah, you swipe have and adapt is nicer. today. Well, swipe, swipe and adapt is way, is nicer. way nicer. Yeah,
1: because there's no new safe. marketing. It's no. all borrowed.
0: This is a Rick Ruby. You and I were talking about Rick earlier. But this is a Rick Rubyism. If it's true, it's not new. If it's new, it's not true.
1: Yeah, totally.
0: And so much of life. I'm not saying that there aren't innovators, right? There yeah. are going to be the Jeff Bezos of the world, and there oh, are going to be all, the Bill yeah. Gates of the world. But for the most part, yeah. we're not them. We're
1: not. Yeah, we right.
0: talk about them because they are the outliers. Right. By the way, awesome book by Malcolm Gladwell's Ooh, Outliers. Good one. Okay. But um, you know, most of us are pretty normal. Yeah. Right. Right. So all all swipe we're trying to adapt. do. Swipe and adapt. Yeah. yeah sw- please swipe and swipe adapt. And
1: adap- when I see other creators. And I can use that word. I've given myself some liberties to say that I am a social media expert, and I am a content creator, which sounds like a little bougie. But when I see other creators use my adapt mine, I'm like, yeah, Yes, yeah. It's a flattering, and yeah. truly, like, I want more content out there about things that matter instead of like selfie blah blah. Are
0: you following Neil deGrawl at all no. in our industry?
1: So Neil ne- DeGraw. Okay. Yeah, I can't spell
0: his last name. It's oh, Neil, bye. N-E-E-L. Okay. He's out of Reno, Nevada. Uh, he crushed it on Instagram, and now he's trying to teach the rest of the industry mm-hmm. his formula. I love it. And you know, and Neil, like any good business person, Neil went out and hired a coach. Mm-hmm. He you know, He's like, look, I'm not going to try to figure this out on my own. Right. I'm going to hire someone who already knows how to do it. Yeah. So everything from like the proper lighting, the proper angle. Right the the hooks and the catchphrases and the and the, and the the, the words the copywriting, yeah. So um, you know, we, and he's you know, he'll charge you a couple grand, but you can join his mastermind and you oh. know, at a at a minimum, it's a good place for people to get started. Yeah, I love if, that if you're trying to do it, but because yeah, we and,
1: should do it better.
0: Well, yeah, and you and I could do probably a, a three a, a three episode series
1: totally. on
0: doing it, which we unfortunately don't have time for that today. But because you're local. And I'm local, we can do this on a regular.
1: Dustin, I would love that. I have so many just things that I've learned because the thing about social media is there is no expert. It's new. There is no master's degree in social media, and if there were, it's going to change Ooh, in a year. The algorithm. Constantly J C talks about the algorithm. The algorithm, algorithm. All the time. and like unless you're studying it like deep, 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 and listening and learning and, and joining these masterminds, you there you can't keep up.
0: Well, it's crazy. I was looking at some of your reels. And I'm like, holy cow, she has 25,000 here, 23,000 here, I have and then one it's like, that's
1: almost at a million. But I've never broke a million. But okay. I have one that is, and like the crazy thing is, whatever. I know we're getting off topic, but. The trolls, like when I got my first troll, I was like, "Oh my god, I have a troll!" Yeah, like, you're so excited. He's being mean to me. Oh my gosh!
0: But but then it's like, but then you have fifty on this one, right? Or four hundred on this right. one. You're like,
1: "WTF?" Right? Wild. It's the
0: same person, the yeah. same style. But you have to s- do
1: the like A/B testing and see what hashtags, what music, what time of day, like all the things. It's such a study every time. Well, it really is. Let's let's
0: plan on just doing a whole entire that. episode where we we lean really into that. What I want to know is. When you found out because of COVID lockdowns that you couldn't go out and be the networking queen, mm-hmm. getting face-to-face and belly-to-belly with people, you leaned hard into creating video mm-hmm. content. Yes. Um, and we just pimped out your Instagram, and that's the best place to go see. I'm sure the TikTok videos probably mirror the Instagram videos. Yes. But I want to know your results. Yes. What, how How long did you have to stick with doing the videos? A long,
1: Longer than you think.
0: Like months, weeks, years, years. years. Yeah. So that first year. Yeah. Do you do you remember how many followers you had on Instagram when yeah. you first started? Yeah.
1: I first started around like fifteen hundred because you know yeah. I know a lot of people. We're yep. in town. You know, mm-hmm. we're old. <laughs> yes. Lived a lot of life, um, and and it was just such a slow. I didn't have like overnight ten thousand followers like you hear some creators. It's a slow, yep. like agonizing, painful, very time-consuming, a lot of brain power. But I say all the time to others in the industry, like I've never run out of content. And I have a process with my team that I send them like the content and just kind of mind dump. Cause in our business, wow. Every day is so dramatic. Every yeah. day is content. It's fascinating. I was
0: going to say the content comes from the conversation you last had,
1: right? Truly. truly The last
0: realtor you spoke with, the last builder you presented to long. the last borrower, right? Or if you sell life insurance or if you're a golf instructor, Yeah. like
1: find literally
0: whatever the conversation you had today is going to make great content. Because you probably answered a question for someone because you were a subject matter expert at something.
1: At something, and yep. it's it's really fascinating how like niche it can get. And nowadays, I feel like I don't Google anything anymore. I TikTok search it.
0: Wow. Like
1: even from recipes to like the best skincare routine before bed.
0: TikTok, not T- YouTube. No. TikTok. No. JC, take note.
1: It will be because Leslie is
0: our prime candidate in terms of like. You are at a point in your life where every business wants to sell you.
1: Yeah. Right. And so
0: many people think TikTok is for 14 year olds. I know. And it feels like your
1: word of like, don't use social media, even saying the word. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm a 40 year old mom. I don't want to say TikTok, but it will, it's changing the game.
0: Yeah. That's crazy. So, um, takes longer than you think. How many videos were you doing?
1: Um, I was only probably doing two or what I was only doing two or three a week. And then I had to get out of my head. Right. And stop having these like professionally produced, curated, like just pick up the phone and do a video, you know, the camera and do a video. And I to answer your question in terms of leads. I began to see like questions in my DMs. Okay. And then what the the part that I didn't realize, I wanted new leads, new followers. Mm -hmm. But what you are missing when you only focus on that are the people who you already love you and your friends and your family, your network that already follow you. Are going to remember to refer you more. That is what happened more than just getting new leads. Johnny Joe would say, "Oh my gosh, Leslie, I. Um, by the way, I ran into so and so, and I just saw your video, so I told them to call you. Over nice. and over and over again. Yeah. So, and the new followers, sure, like I would get you know two or three new leads a month. Okay. Then maybe uh, one or two a week. Okay. But for the most part, my people could. I just was more top of mind.
0: And where are you now in terms of your video creation? Are you doing two a day, one a day,
1: one a day, one a day reels
0: or videos? Or do you intermix reels Reels only?
1: And which is fascinating. I never would have dreamed in all my life, but my husband, I was actually on a girl's trip in Switzerland said, we just got some direct deposit from Meta. What (laughs) is this where you're out of the country? Like, should I be concerned? And um, Instagram had made me eligible for reels bonuses. And, like, I got paid $100 oh, look for at how many though. views I got on this video. Yeah. for so
0: That must have paid for one carafe of wine exactly. when you were in Switzerland. Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah. So, little by little, they're trying to compete with TikTok. So, they mm-hmm. are paying creators to make authentic, you know, what's it called, UCG, uh, user-generated content.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, YouTube, which is owned by Google, is competing against Meta, which is Instagram and Facebook, Facebook, which is competing against TikTok, which is owned by China. China, I
1: know. I know. I hate when my brother-in-law, he always gives me stuff about it. He calls
0: you a communist yeah, because on your TikTok? Yeah, pretty much. like, it's good like for him.
1: what's happening? And good like, for him. I know. Yep, I don't Supporting
0: know. that communist regime right, over there. Right, right. Um, but no, it's, it's very fascinating, and um, it's obviously worked. And you answered my question, which was how many leads you get. Yeah. Because don't talk to me about your cool marketing idea. Unless you talk to me about the leads, and then also – What do those leads convert to? Because I care about dollars. And
1: listen, they're not all converting. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I just try to keep it real. Like, it's a lot of work. There is no bullet. There's no fast bullet. I could also spend a lot of time, you know, in the community or so teaching a lunch and learn or cold calling realtors. Exactly. So find what you like and be consistent and authentic and then just stick with it. And it will start to convert and generate this many leads turns in this many closed loans turns in this many relationships. But it also gives you a lot of credibility as a thought leader. And it truly, in my mind, does. I have. My philosophy is that back in the day if you learned about a new, you know, loan officer, realtor, business owner, you would see if they had a website to know if they were legit. No, I don't care about your stupid website from the 90s. Are you showing up on social media? Cuz otherwise what One. are you hiding from? What are yeah.
0: Yeah, you and I could literally, we could teach a course, like a 4-hour seminar. Let's do that it. would be fun.
1: That would be fun. Dustin. That would be
0: fun. Um, we will do that at one point. I'm Love putting it. JC talks about putting out in the universe.
1: Yeah, we're gonna put it out in the we're universe. Manifesting it. I'm already
0: building the 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 TLOP faculty. Love it. Right. We'll have people like you, Toby Moyle, Credit Christie, Mike Love Smalley, those guys. They're great. Uh, Brian Clued up in uh, uh, Wisconsin, and we could have like a true like
1: Bad-ass faculty panel. Panel. Yeah. yeah.
0: We, we could do Love our that. own two or three day totally. sales event.
1: I feel like the community needs it. I've, there's like so much that we've learned. Mm-hmm. I want to give that back. I don't want people all right. to have to well, do let, that.
0: Let's continue stuff. having that that yeah. conversation. As we put a little wrap or a bow, we're in the holiday season, we'll put a bow put a on big, today's red bow. episode. What I was going to say though, on the social media aspect is I love what you said. You have to find what you like, find what you're good at and do it and be consistent with it. I teach a course called Knowing Your Sales DNA.
1: Oh, in fact, with exactly. next
0: year, with next year being 2023 i was like oh 23 and me 23 know your sales dna but the point is and i kind of swiped some of this from zenix and casey Mm -hmm. where it's like there's six different ways to network and market yourself pick two yeah and do them daily really well really well totally it doesn't mean you don't dabble a little bit here and there like if you don't want to use reels and instagram and tiktok to grow your business. It doesn't mean that you don't have an Instagram account. It doesn't mean that you right. don't post.
1: You still have to you show still, up.
0: You still have to show up. You still have to put on the name badge. You still have to put on your uniform. Right. Because people are going to be searching you. Right. But, you know, you may choose to only do B&I or only do open houses. Exactly. Or only do lunch and learns. That's cool. But you still have to have that that presence. Yeah. Um. We don't have time for it, but I'm just curious. You got into real estate, what, a year ago? Two yeah. years ago? Yeah. Do you like it?
1: I do. I like some of the face to face. I like um, being, you know, a lot of times as the L.O., you don't get like the glory of the closing because you're just like back there making it happen, you know, doing little things like funding the loan. No big deal. Um, So some of the face to face opportunities that I get with clients and meeting their kids and um, is, um, you know, just more personal.
0: Okay. Um, are you willing to answer this for me? Okay. You, 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 you can, know I'm an open book. You doctor. can plead the fifth. Okay. Which is harder, real estate or mortgage loan origination?
1: Hands down. I mean, I, I don't want to say it because I don't want people to not <laughs> be mortgage lenders because we need good mortgage lenders. But it, it is. It's hard. It's a hard, hard. You have to have a lot of brain power
0: to, to, do, to do
1: mortgage lending. It is a big brain job.
0: Which has better hours?
1: Um, yeah. I don't think. I, I think mortgage lending has better hours.
0: Which has better income potential?
1: Hmm. That's hard. Okay. That's, I do not know yet. Okay. I, and give me a two-year average. Yeah. And because, you know, it's a complicated question when you talk about our time and value that we bring. Because they both take a lot of time. Mm-hmm. And, you, and every deal is different. You might close one deal in 10 hours. and You might close another deal in 100 hours. So I'm all about my numbers. So I'm gonna give it a good two years to see no Fair kidding, enough. hour by hour, what's my highest and best.
0: So I have two more questions for you. Okay. One is industry related, one is not industry related. Okay. The industry related question, as it pertains to mortgage and loan origination, and if you don't answer this correctly, I'm kicking you off the <laughs> show and I'm you never buzz, inviting you back.
1: buzzed on my.
0: Would you ever recommend someone who doesn't have your tenure or your experience to attempt to be both a realtor and a mortgage loan originator no, no
1: thank you thank you it is a really tight rope yep. funky place
0: yeah i, you I think can't,
1: i don't, wouldn't recommend honestly i wouldn't if if my mother were getting a loan, just like if my mother were getting open heart surgery, I would also only recommend them to a ten realtor or a ten lender. Yeah. I feel very strongly about that. If you're a newbie, be a newbie, an apprentice under somebody, but it's a big job and a big responsibility and you can really F up somebody's loan.
0: Yes. And I'm glad you answered it that way. And I'm glad it's coming from you and not from me because people are probably tired of hearing me say this. I hope
1: that's not, a, I hope that was the right
0: answer. No, that <laughs> was the right answer. Yes. It's pick something and be great at it. Yeah, no. You know, we're having you on and we're featuring you because, yes, you can have it all over a 20 year period yeah, of time.
1: You got to study. You got to put in your hours. Like, yes. no. Yeah,
0: I, you mastered I mortgage earned, not once, but twice. I earned you, this. Yes. Now you're at a point where you've built out this team and this infrastructure. And what we didn't talk about is your husband, Justin's behind the scenes at the mortgage right. company. Totally. You know, helping hold down the fort so yeah. that you can flex your experience exactly. into real estate exactly. to figure out, hey, is this something that we could also do? Exactly. Because and my I team and Justin it. are doing the loan side.
1: Exactly. And I respected that profession enough to make sure that it was a very calculated strategic move over years of planning.
0: All right, last question.
1: Dun, dun, dun.
0: What advice are you giving to your children? Mm. Primarily because you wish it was given to you. Yeah. And I know you gave out the one really good nugget, To right? not be
1: a mortgage lender. <laughs> <No.
0: laughs> well, that that was not a good nugget, by the way. Uh, no, it's not. That was just a fair warning. Yeah. No, the good nugget was to uh-huh. um, ask for help.
1: Yeah, ask is for there help. But is
0: there anything else that you're like, gosh, I wish that was taught to me? You know,
1: as a child of the 80s and the awareness that we have in today in 2022, I was only given um, like direction or motivation or incentive to measure my success monetarily and financially. And I hope that my kids can find other ways to measure their success in peace and happiness and a lifestyle doing what they love. My husband is the guy who would rather live in like a camper. If you got to play golf, like 10 cup, he's literally 10 cup. Okay. And I'm the opposite. I'm like, no, well, I want this house on the mountains and I don't want a house on the beach. I want... and like he, over the years, have just helped me see how much better and happier a life is so much richer if you're truly doing what you love and that. Wasn't something that I felt like the first part of my career. I w- had the opportunity to do so. I do want my boys to just do something that they love, even though I beat my kid over the head every day right now because he has to finish law school. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um,
0: I love that you shared that, right? Yeah. It wasn't like, oh, know what ROI is oh, or pay yourself I mean, first, which uh, is which is things that we teach yeah. our children that I wasn't taught to me. The money aspect is always interesting because my whole life I've been money motivated. Like I grew up very yeah, blue right. collar. Mom's a school bus driver. Dad's an electrician. I'm an envious person. So I was envious of the kids who totally. got to go to the Bahamas for spring break. And I'm like, I get to go to Daytona Beach for a free night because my but, parents sat through a timeshare yeah. s- seminar, you know. <laughs> and had a stake. But I learned probably around 40 years old. It took a long it's time. It's not about the money. Doesn't however, Right. However, my one of my best friends was able to point out, he's like, but that's because you have money. Yeah, right. So then I've had to rephrase it. Yeah. You are correct. You, some people, me, have to go make the money, save the money, right, and then learn the hard way, to be oh happy. shit, <laughs> it's not about the money, but I can say, we're talking about happiness. Mm-hmm. Making money is what makes me happy.
1: Totally, so, and there's nothing wrong with us admitting that. And yes. I tell my husband that all the time. Like, yes, I am a workaholic. Yeah. I feel it, good crossing all that off my list. And I also can't. Speed him up because he feels good. Not being workaholics. Yes,
0: yes. So this has been awesome. So thank you so for making the time for driving across town. Of course. If people want to get a hold you of you, so much. Besides your Instagram handle, is there another way to get a hold of you? Um, your preference.
1: Yeah. I mean, I am checking my Instagram all day long, just like my text message. So. Okay.
0: So hey, hit her up on IG. Yeah. I mean, slide into Leslie's DMs. DMs. I yeah. mean, I could
1: give you my like work number, my cell phone number, but yeah. At How the about end Google of the day, Leslie Google Heimer? Google me. American I'm an Liberty Mortgage
0: or Stockworth. Realty. Realty.
1: Yep. Yeah. Yep. You'll find her. You'll find me. Yeah.
0: Awesome. Her name is Leslie Heimer. I'm Dustin Owen. You have tuned in to Loan Officer Podcast. That is all the time we have for you today, but we'll catch you on the next episode. Thank you,
1: Dustin. <laughs>